0: What Drives You is brought to you by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping life and leadership coaches. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance.
1: Yeah.
2: Welcome to What Drives You. I'm Kevin Miller, your host and guide to help you master your inner drive so you can live a driven, inspired, and peaceful life that sees you driving further and enjoying the ride. This is a What Drives Your Health episode. Uh, Your health comes from what you do and don't eat, and what exercise you do and don't do, and good sleep, right? Basically your lifestyle. Add to that your genetics, and we've got it pretty much covered, right? Well, what about your thinking? Not your mental state, necessarily, but your actual thinking. Can you think yourself healthy? or unhealthy. So I'm with my friend, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert. And he and I have been studying this concept for a long time. A book we read cites a study where people worked out their biceps, right? With dumbbells, lifting weights. But half of the test subjects were tasked with just thinking about growing their biceps. The first group using dumbbells grew their biceps. Uh, They measured bigger, literally. The second group who just thought about it also got bigger biceps, not as much as the actual dumbbell lifters, but take the measuring tape and check it out. Sure enough, they got bigger biceps just from thinking about it. Now take that to your health. And as you'll hear in this show, I talk about an injury that I've gotten. The most mental input I'm giving it is negative. I'm thinking about what's wrong, what it won't do, about the pain and the lack. And according to this study though, I could be helping heal it with my thoughts. And currently, I'm making it worse. Conversely, I often think about myself as somebody who does not get sick. Well, how much does that add in to me not often or as often getting sick? So we're going to talk about how we think about our health and how it literally affects it. Let's start right there. with what you just said. So, you know, it's,
0: it's, we start these recordings folks and we so often have just come from talking to each other. We just, now it's Friday. We were just sitting at farmer's market where my kids have booths selling stuff. And we were having coffee, talking about life. And you just said what we feel as we're older, feel more wise,
1: more wisdom. But But we're less able to uh, use words to express it.
0: Oh, I was going to say certain. Right.
1: We're less certain. We talked
0: about that. So here you are. And you're Dr. James, medical doctor, (laughs) functional medicine expert.
1: I do have a concrete degree.
0: You have a concrete. (laughs) I do not. But I have a lot of, of listeners. So apparently I have something decent to say. And yet, and we're supposed to know it all. You're supposed to have arrived. You're supposed to be up on stage guiding people in certain truths and i, I but I, I think people believe that less and less and they like the fact that we're all on the journey and we are so here we are talking trying to make our own decisions dealing with our own health
1: and not certain and not in oh, okay comfortably Comfortably not certain. Comfortably not certain.
0: Well, I really like the analogy you gave this morning that I had not heard of about how they build foundations in China. If you would hey. asked me, or, or Japan, or yeah. California, where they have, or, or earthquakes, where they have yeah. earthquakes, and I would have said, oh, my gosh, they must go too, much deeper and right. much you more solid. You would have
1: thought, yeah. go to bedrock and really yeah. anchor it in, and that's And a go a nice. mile down in and beyond solid. So, when we were living off base... And we would walk around and this is pre-kids and we're, you know, we're exploring another culture and we live in an off-base house and it was a newer neighborhood. And so there was houses being built in our little neighborhood. And so we would walk around and, you know, just like here, you kind of snoop around the new house that's being built. And it's like, I just thought, oh my God, this is rickety. And, and that's exactly what it was. It's sort of like, and, and you can hear the classic, and you see the quote unquote shanty towns of whatever of back in the old Tokyo or whatever, and you would yeah. look, at, and, and the, the typical uh, elitist thought process is oh, ours is so much more solid. We're so much better builders. And the reason that they did that, or is, and still do that, is so that there is movement with inherent within the building. Because when the ground shakes, if you're solid, it's bad. It's 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 like driving a car with no shock absorbers, and it just rattles you to death, like the old wagons, I would guess to have been, <laughs> and. And it just and so we were talking about that this morning that here we are at fifty and some of the things that we thought were super solid that we were certain on we were certain and it's like well it depends yes I'm certain about that certain fact but now with fifty years behind me I'm 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 sort of certain about it over here in this context but less certain about it in that context
0: kind of sir i think about certainty of the concept i mean conceptually
1: okay the you, framework
0: we have seen more life grow from a diet heavier in vegetables than fast food yes that that would be a pretty solid framework cuz i want to say with certainty no the carrot is better than the hot pocket i want to say with and you, you feel like you should be able to but there's always There's the exception always going be the somehow. exception that's right,
1: and so we're or and and even the exception of somebody out there listening right now uh, in fact, Kristen is a great example of somebody uh, and uh, Kristen is our uh, functional medicine coach and and this is public knowledge that you know she lived very 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 well, ate the carrot, did not eat hot pockets, got cancer and And so she would say, okay, well, yeah, exactly what. And that, and uh, and kind of what we want to talk about today, we can maybe use her because what she now knows is that her, her solidity that led to the shakiness of, that came to cancer wasn't Hot Pockets and smoking and lack of enough carrots, but it was in the mental, emotional aspect of her life.
0: Okay, great. Because I do want to say to that, if she had been... As she was, and replace all those carrots and healthy things with fast food, I would say her cancer p- might have come. I'm gonna surmise. We don't know for certain. I can't, but we can surmise that it might have come earlier, it might have been worse. She might be dead as a result instead of recovered. So I don't want somebody to hear that and go, Yeah, that's why I just say we're all gonna die anyway. Yeah, we're all gonna die, might die as something. well just eat the fast food and and whatever. And again, we are we are gonna say without certainty though, we have seen. We would say evidence based, evidence based. I can't say certainty. Evidence based testimony to better health outcomes with carrots as opposed to hot
1: pockets. So we're going to say that. Um, that she, we, I would figure. Yeah, would her cancer? Would her? <clears throat> Would the shakiness of her infrastructural system through the physiology lens have been more disrupted earlier if into her exact same context, she had put hot pockets instead of carrots? And we're going to guess yes. But here's the other side of that question that creates the uncertainty is what if, because part of her, and and we're not going to pick on Kristen all the time, but we're going to say people's in this case. Part of the demise was her um, uh, was the was the uh, certainty uh, the, uh, the rigidity. Yes, she felt so incredibly limited and rigid in her approach that yeah. it, she never got the celebratory hot pocket right. or cake, and and so that brings in the uncertainty: if somebody eats dirt with a sense of gratitude and joy. Whatever you know and now we're bringing in the, the mental mysterious component to all of this would Kristen's cancer have not come?
0: Well and there you're back it reminds me of the back in the you know traditional church days of carrying your religion or your belief as a burden or as a right. gift. Do you do that yeah. cuz we saw how many people are out there damaged by people who were you know staunch christians religion. or whatever religion and they carried it like a burden and hellfire and brimstone and they had a crappy life and they gave crap to other people through their lives as opposed to somebody over here and I think that's a lot of times why religions had a hard hit cuz you have somebody over here who denies religion and is kind and peaceful and you want to go with that obviously they're not exclusive you know to each other but that's what we're getting to you know today is the mindset In essence, um,
1: can we, if we're the, the, the infrastructural mindset.
0: So, so I want you to share. So this is not about this book. This is another book on top of so many that we've read, but we're both, you got me into it reading breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. This is a guy, he's a chiropractor, but he kind of came into fame or notoriety from, was it an accident that he had?
1: I'm not had, really exactly. He sure had some how.
0: accident, totally like so
1: many doctors. T- totally yeah.
0: wrecked him. And he, through his, you know, mind work primarily is what he cites or gives testimony to, rebuilt him himself. So in this book, he's
1: talking about the quantum use. So we're not going to get into quantum physics necessarily. But let's let's set the context yeah. of, of where you and I have been over this last <clears throat> six, eight months. Yeah. Because I happen to have read a book that was dovetailing. And I think the title of the book was the Bible and physics. And so it's, it's okay. We have the theory of relativity. We have all this weird quantum physical stuff that just bends your mind. Well, how does that then relate to kind of the old stodgy truths of, of religion or, or even the stodgy truths of like, you used the idea this morning of gravity. Like doesn't matter what you think about it is like you jump off a building, you're going to, the price. And that's kind of how we have thought about other mindsets. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how you think about it. If you eat hot pockets, you're gonna be sick. And it's like, yeah, but what about? And here Joe Dispenza comes in, and here I had been one of the really staunch, don't smoke, don't don't do all these things, do, do your exercise, eat your carrots, and and the evidence-based is that you're gonna be better. Yeah, but and so here we, we bring in the, the context of you and I wrestling with as we're raging teenagers and as we're wrestling with our own mindsets, and we have friends whose marriages of 20, 30 years are just all of a sudden gone and, and health all of a sudden gone, whether it's you and I and our feet or whatever. <laughs> and so how much of that is in our flexible mindset and so Dispenza comes in and I, I, so his first book was in like 2000, this book, I think is 2012. So this is the zeros kind of data. And his other famous book is on the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And okay, so there's another, you know, people in America hear placebo effect as negative as like, oh, that's all in your head. And then we're saying, well, what if, what if you just flip that and say, even if you just imagine yourself as fill in the blank, as having a better marriage, as losing weight, as feeling better in your feet, how much of an impact does that actually have on the raw physiology of your feet?
0: Because it is all in your head. And that's, what's frustrating. I don't (laughs) want that. I want certainty. I want black and white. I want a reality that is truly reality. And yet it's, we're not allowed that because the same thing, the same event, we can be driving in a car you and I, and the same event happened. And to me, it's tragic and it it wrecks me PTSD. And to you, it's an epiphany and it's something you look back on and say, that was great. What's the reality? We cannot say so often, and yet we want to. So it is the placebo effect, which on that I'll tell folks in the uh, True Life podcast, March 18th, 2021, we did a show called The Placebo Advantage and talked about that. And this is going to overlap sure. some of it, but this brings us back to it. And, and I do want you, I don't want to jump the gun on it, but I want you to hit his study that he referenced. And I'm not going
1: to pull it out. Guys, you can go get the book. We're This is a conceptual show if you want the details, yeah. but he talks. Because this is, that's a, the, our infrastructure on this show is to wrestle with these words on the concept. Yes. And so. Philos- the, philosophy the, the, even of yeah, health and wellness. Yeah. The, the. So I was gifted the book, right? So I wouldn't have gone and bought it, but it was gifted to me. And, and kind of somebody said, you should read this. So I'm like, ah, okay. Well, and I got it because you did. And it was
0: on the heels of my dad saying,
1: yeah, you're dead, this guy. Right. So there's these yeah convergence just like. When I uh, see
0: people, when I see people that I respect that are, I, I, are see, impacted. I, I see repetition yeah. of a book, a person, whatever. I'm going to check it out.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. And so me too. And I had just read this other physics book and there had been some other things and you and I had been talking about this. And so reading the book and I'm like, I don't, I'm uncomfortable. And, and, and it's kind of like, oh gosh, I don't want to go this way because like you just said, I want the rules. It's like our buddy Scott said, this jacks up my dogma. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, we can refer to that where it's like, it's to, to say at a high view of, of Christian theology, there was the Old Testament, and that's exactly what the Pharisees did. Just give us the rules, yeah, and we can do it. That's been my Jesus life. comes yep. along, and he says, uh, "It's just not Sorry. that's it. that's not it." And our friend Scott said, ah, "Jesus just jacks up my dogma." Yeah, we want dogma. Do this, and you'll be fine. Do this, and you'll be rich. Do this, and you'll be healthy. So, I can get up today, control and, my and you life, are and expect now the outcome. In control. And
0: I'm not independent. I don't want to be dependent on God. I just want to know the
1: rules. Let me do it. I'm good. That's right. Okay. So, you and I grew up kind of in that black, white ish religion. And here we are. We're raising teenagers. We're in a culture that's, our culture has gone fluid, even it's, with gender, even with it's a ha- dogma how a jacking culture. Yeah, that's right. Well. And it's very, very uncomfortable. Okay, so we're wrestling with this in our own hearts and and, and walking with kids and, and over here in medicine and, and in business, it's like, uh, okay, so then the book comes along and we're both reading it and, and the first chapter of the book is Joe Dispenza saying, okay, well look, if physics is this way and I had just read this book on the theory of relativity and all this stuff and it's like, all right, can't argue with that. 100 years of Einstein, it's not the theory of relativity, it's the law, right? It's just that it just is shy of becoming a law because of that last little itty bitty piece of of, of of the mystery of the fourth dimension, of whatever you want to call it. And so we have philosophers wrestling with this over here. And Despenda says, okay, well, don't get lost in that. Mm-hmm. Here's the fuzzy science. If that's then true, which it is, because we've built, we went to the moon and back on that 60 mm-hmm. years ago or whatever. Okay, now what if you're mind has an impact on how your foot feels or your heart feels or your belly feels or your, or anything, or your blood pressure. Take a deep breath all right, well, and so to prove that and down in his book, the placebo, there's, there's event or the study after study, after study of the, the impact of the mind forward on your body or in reverse in perception of whatever the body is feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so then let's refer to that study because it's just mind blowing to say, all right. It's, if, ri- it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be true. Any more so than well, the theory, than the it, fact it, it that pro- time will contract if you go fast enough. Okay. That shouldn't be true.
0: In our, <laughs> in our economy, in Randy and Kevin's white American right uh, you know traditional middle Christian, class, whatever you want to say right. in our economy i think come on no now to somebody else in the what we would call you know the woo woo far east or something like that they may go with duh <laughs> i mean uh okay so maybe so we them-
1: don't right so here we are in our economy and and here's the study is that imagine there's a hundred kevin millers over here doing in 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 group a and, and another one in group B and another one in group C. So the Kevin Miller's over here in group a, they don't do anything. It's you over the next six months doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And in group B, Kevin Miller gets a, whatever we use over here, a 30 pound dumbbell. Yeah. And every day you do, uh, curls to the point of failure,
0: resistance training. And yeah,
1: that's right. Okay. So I'm that's break, I'm going to, and I got to get
0: that. That's black and white. That's to me. black and white. I'm going to break down the muscle, I'm going to go to failure, break it down, tear it down. It's going let to let it rest. Build back. You let it rest. It's going to build back up a little bigger in accordance to the food that I eat, you know, maybe some in accordance to raw
1: physics. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. Math. 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 I want math. One okay. plus one. You work out, you
1: eat, yeah. the muscle grows back bigger. And then down the road, I've got we a have bigger to, bicep. Okay. We, we need to do a whole nother show on math because we have to say simple math. Right.
0: Not theoretical math. It's the only math
1: I know is simple. So (laughs) when I say math, it by proxy means simple math. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's right. Rudimentary. Rudimentary math. Lift a weight. It's going to do something to your muscle that we can measure. Yes. Group C. Understand. We can measure, understand, makes sense. And group C is Kevin Miller, who with intentionality and with true effort thinks about lifting that weight and goes through the motion, feels the contraction and not, not, not does it, See, you and I are sitting here I'm putting immo- our arms I'm up and down. immobile thinking Immobily about this. thinking about it only with your brain, thinking with your about arms working your side. envisioning my bicep being bigger. I'm envisioning it being tighter against imagining my Imagining the leg. potential yeah. that's in your muscles. Yeah. And we don't like these words. Okay, six months later, Group A, and now this is, is a real out. experiment. Group A, who who didn't do anything, is their muscle muscle measurement any bigger? No. no, we expect that. Group B, is their muscle bigger? They lifted weights, ate food, rested, did all the right things. Is their muscle bigger? Can we hold up our muscle? And is it bigger? Measure the yes, yes. it's an inch bigger. Yeah. Group C, is their muscle bigger? Dog on it, yes. And dog on it, not as big not as, as group big.
0: B. And it was something like. Thir- group B, who literally worked out, did what we expect, was a 30 35% improvement. I, don't, I didn't put the
1: numbers out. Well, let's, let's call group A zero because there zero. was no change. Group B, call that one. So that's the measuring the average increase in size of the muscle is called one. Okay. And group C increased their muscle mass by about 30% compared to zero and one. Okay. Right. So a thirty percent improvement, but a marked, imp- a marked uh, if,
0: if, measurable uh, improvement that, by simple math. By sitting there thinking about it, and you want to say that's hoodoo that, that, guru, that's that that stupid stuff. Be. Is it all in your mind? And and he's saying it's Here is the study. There
1: it is. You can go. I mean, it's. And, re- I didn't. It's referenced in the book. I'm not going to. And there's there's dozens of that kind of thing. The the piano study where you go to an expert piano person and they do scales and you do a PET scan on their brain while they're doing scales and then somebody who does just scales in his mind and is lighting up the brain as if you're doing scales. So, now we're, we're being hit with just, it's like the theory of relativity. It's, it doesn't matter what you really think. Time and space will contract if you go fast enough. And, and we have all these space movies built on that, and black holes, and time contraction, and whatever. It just warps your mind. And we don't get to live it out because we're in Newtonian physics here on Earth. One plus one is one. But we have to we have to conceptualize it if we want to, you know, get uh, messages from the moon and the Mars Land Rovers, whatever else. So that's not our economy, but it's true. And so now, and Dispensa is saying, okay, it doesn't matter really what you're, how you grew up, doesn't matter whether you grew up in America or in India or wherever. Here are some facts. And so, Kevin Miller, Randy James, how's this going to impact the way you choose to live in the future? And-
2: Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely.
0: Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. Go to Shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. You all know I greatly value and pursue my health and wellness, and I'm always looking for better products and resources. Nutritional supplements are a staple for me, and a must is a probiotic to support my gut health and function. A probiotic is something I've taken each and every day for the long term cumulative benefits In just two little capsules a day, taking Seeds DSO1 Symbiotic and avoiding the foods I know my body is sensitive to has taken me from constant digestive problems to almost none. I trust Seeds' clinical trials and breakthrough research that's been published in top scientific journals. You can entrust your gut with Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to Seed dot com slash drive and use code twenty-five drive to get twenty-five percent off your first month. That's twenty-five percent off your first month of seeds DSO1 daily symbiotic at seed.com slash
2: drive code twenty-five drive.
1: How's this gonna impact the way you choose to live in the future?
0: and what we say we literally went through the tenets I'm going to call them of functional medicine which we called input uh, output recovery and relationships now that's cuz we broadened out a little bit on functional medicine which you know you're an expert in which has that as what what they just eat sleep or nutrition exercise sleep and in mind body Sorry. all right Sort of ish, right? Like, <laughs> but they, There's, but they yeah. did break it out into four parts. Yeah. There, okay. So we're talking about the mind body. So to come back to you were using Kristen, which is somebody we know, but somebody who has a health problem, whether it's cancer, or, which is all of us, which is all, all of us, all, or aching yeah. knees or whatever. And you're saying, okay, let's look at your, you know, from the basics, the basics of functional medicine, yeah. which is beyond regular basics, but basics there of input. Uh, you know, what are you putting in the body that the body doesn't want? What are you not putting in the body that it needs? uh uh exercise you know movement you know working out the body sleep and recovery and then this other one is what we're talking about mind and body and cuz i don't want to say that you know so here's somebody who got cancer who was doing all this great healthy stuff well that's great that I, i'm going to assume that that helped them but what we're saying over here is we can we're going to somewhat sabotage, somewhat negate, somewhat lessen all of our efforts by the reality of our mind. So when we're over here doing, and Kevin is sleeping great, he is exercising great, he's eating clean, what's my mindset about those things? Or, or over here, my mindset about what's going on in my business, finances, relationships, whatever,
1: and one more area there is what is your mindset about the things that are subconscious? The th- you don't know what you don't know. And one of the things that we don't know is what we do by habit. What What is your mind? And that's...
0: Well, so, and you say what we do, and I'm thinking also what we be. Yeah, yeah, Because so, yeah. there's always, how, what am I being through the day? If we could put the electrodes on me is through a given day, how much... Anxiety, bad stress, worry, fear, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, and peace, love, joy, oh. gratitude. So, so there, and you would say we're all on the spectrum all well, day to day. Where am I? And it is taking or giving life from me. It is uh,
1: building or degrading my health. That is right. And that phrase comes out of this new book we've been reading, the Finding Quiet book. Of every. Instance of input output recovery relationships, you know, your food, your exercise, and bad things, quote unquote, bad things, are um, your, uh, it's an opportunity to to create a default mode network, a, a being of. Grow, we could use so many, th- you're either a growth mindset or a fixed mindset.
0: And it, I like giving resources. I I feel like more and more we're curators and I want to do yeah, that. So, <laughs> so mindset is Carol Dweck, D W E C K. She is the queen, king, whatever. We can't do genders anymore. So yeah. <laughs> uh, of mindset. So that is an incredibly powerful book. You just mentioned finding quiet. That's JP uh, Morgan. He Moreland, right. More yeah. Moreland. And he is a faith-based guy, a, a Christian guy, but he's speaking at this – it's an it's incredible book. And I, I want to – I don't want to forget heart math, um out of that, but –
1: okay, Mindset is what you're talking about. Uh, right. So that – you were mentioning, you know, what's my – what's your relationship with – Life over here. I was gonna say it's
0: it's that's really and I that feels so huge, but we're talking about life. And back to your thing, we're saying aside from all these healthy things that we're gonna lay out as right. hopeful pillars. I love the pillars. What <laughs> are the pillars of health? And we're gonna say, Well, of course, vegetables are good and fast food has been shown to generally, you know, not be, but overall that we're saying one of the bigger factors is how do you feel about life? And that is so daunting
1: because it's the thing you feel we, about your carrots or your hot pockets. Yeah. And, and so the word that I've been using in the clinic is, is look, trying to, you know, look somebody in the eye and say, what is your relationship with X, Y, Z, wine? Okay. Fast. Okay. Kevin, what's your relationship with fasting?
0: Uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, you just, just gave it to yeah, us. I did. It's, it's, okay. What's I, your I
1: relationship like with meditation?
0: Uh, same uh, thing. Hang, yeah what you, not my What's your favorite.
1: relationship with your bike? Awesome, <laughs> as my lover. <laughs> okay, yeah. There, that's, and it would take you journal upon journal pages to flesh that out. Yeah. So, your mind is doing something in the background there, right? In a fluid, like it. We wouldn't look at you and say, "Oh, shame on you for loving your bike like that." That is an idol. You bad person. You. You need to. No biking on Sundays. And I grew up with, we don't do something on Sundays. And and remember the uh, book? Chariots of Hunts. Yeah. I hate that line. Boys, we don't play football on Sundays. Yeah. And it's like, ah, it's crushing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but that's the old stodgy fix. That building is going to
0: fall down. The mindset matters. And, And to that, so you talk about fasting. So when we were doing the... Three days a week, you yeah. know, fasting. My one, one of my daughters started doing it, and she I did it a couple times. Yeah. And she finally said, I, "I'm going to stop because I'm so disdainful of it. I'm feeling depressed." And and I supported her, you know. And that goes against the you know, hey, you know, whatever you, whatever you don't want to do when you do it, that's what builds strength and character, whatever. Maybe so. I mean, if you're on the battlefield or the sports field or whatever. There's a time
1: and a place for rules. There could be a
0: time and a place for okay, but that is that is significant when people look at and let's take health and wellness captive. And we did a show. I'll try to see if I can find when we did it. And we said, How do you feel about your health and wellness? Do you have negative feelings or positive feelings? And let's get, yeah, I want everybody to listen and think about where is that area in your life? Is it your weight? Is it an ache? Is it a pain? Is it brain fog? Is it lack of clarity? Is it just lack of hope and whatever? And
1: how do you feel? And and I would say too, so there's going to be a group of people, you listed negative words, but okay. And I don't feel any of those things, but to me and you, I would say, well, I want to feel more peace. I want to feel more joy. I want to have a deepening relationship of awareness with my subconscious of, of when it's not like I have zero worry that my marriage would, would wind up on the rocks, but it needs to be better. Right. And so when there's, you know, how do we enhance and, and, and in fact, and I think this is where Kristen, circling back around to her, would have said, gosh, had I been living the life of less negative rigidity and more fluid positivity or whatever the words are about my, not worry about, oh, my gosh, I got a hot pocket in there instead of a carrot. Would there have been less chance of cancer? Of course. But can you look her in the eye and say, oh, my gosh, your cancer is your fault because you just had a negative attitude about it? Of course not. Well, it, was, it was an ingredient. It was an agreement, absolutely. And, and now, it, a fifteen-year our fifteen-year-olds, we can't talk to them this way. I mean, we could, but there, it took us fifty years to be able to come over here and say, "Okay, I've lived through some earthquakes in life, and some of my buildings got a little shook." Yeah, and I need to enhance, not get more solid in my rigidity. I don't think I need to get more more joints in there, more, it depends. It, it You mentioned um, how our bodies do in the, uh, remember when you said, oh, there's a, when we said there's a time and a place and you mentioned war. I'm using this example in the clinic all the time. When you think about your immune system, most people think wrongly that it's yeah, Army, Navy, yeah, Air Force. Where there's battle going on. And that's part of it. And there's a time and a place, on it. If you have an infection, you need the white blood cells, everybody come out and you're going to get sick and tired and achy and yeah. feverish and feel terrible. But what's the, the immune system doesn't go away when you don't have a fever anymore. Now, most of it is, is diplomacy. Right. Diplomacy is what we're trying to get at in this mind body connection thing. The fluid, all the time relationship that we have with the viruses floating around in our body right now. Okay, so here's the what in my mind as you say that, you know, the relationship to our body, because is to I'm gonna
0: polarize. And you've got the average, I'm gonna pick on America, average American, man, woman, middle-aged, jobs, kids, mortgage, home, soccer, whatever. We are absolutely busy. There's no margin at all. Life isn't bad, but it's it's just challenging. There's a lot that we don't look forward to and we're looking often looking for a break, but it's it's fairly harried. That is the norm in our culture whether you're single or whether you're married with 12 kids. Over here then, let's pick on, you know, Buddha. Uh you've got the person in the lotus position up on a mountaintop in Tibet with nothing. Nothing. Everything is perfection. It is nirvana. No, you know, no, no, nothing troubling the waters at all. And we look at that and go, okay, so that's it. That's the goal over here is we just have to get rid of every stress, bad stress, every tension, every challenge over here. It's not possible over here. And we're not there again, we're looking at environmental issues. And obviously those have a huge factor on our mental state, but ultimately we're saying outside, let's t- let's set those over here and let's put a third point over here and just say what matters is your mental state. Because if that person over here is in the Lotus position and they're pissed about
1: it and they're disdaining it, like I would be like, are you serious? This sucks. Or they've neglected their not- nothingness means they've left their family. No purpose. There's the, yeah, yeah, there's... Their purpose was Whatever. nothingness, which yeah. most of us would say, no, 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 no. There's got to be a somethingness Is to there this. peace? Is
0: there joy? Is there inspiration? Is there fulfillment? And, you know, same thing over here with that harried, perf- what, what, it, what it, I it. might look at and say, harried, what you're going to say as the doc is say, well, the, 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 the specifics are one thing. How do you feel about it?
1: What it's is your, your relationship with soccer? Right.
0: Again, we're back to mindset, but I wanted you, okay, back to, Finding Quiet by J.P. Moreland. He talks a lot about heart math. You've literally been using the tool of heart math forever,
1: or decade, fifteen years, twenty years, whatever. Right? In, in the clinic, yeah, yeah. I I can't personally say I've been doing no, that. No, no,
0: no. But but I mean, you've been using it in the, the
1: concept and the. We the, talked about it this yeah. morning.
0: Of it is looking at heart rate.
1: Variability. variability. Give a layman's terms on Heart that. rate variability. So not your heart rate, not your pulse no. or, you know, 50, 60 beats a minute, but right. the milliseconds of difference between beat to beat variability. Variability, which before heart math and you telling me about
0: HRV, heart rate variability, I would have thought that, okay, if I'm a healthy athlete, I have a low resting heart rate that it's just going to go along, ba-boom, ba-boom, consistent. And consistent is actually not good. That's
1: not variable. That's not variable. That's you, right. That is a The lack of variability is consistent with a mind that is, and let's say that mind-body peace with people who are in a state of not peace, chaos, harried, it would be a good word. And so what are the words that are opposite of that? that and in the heart math world, their word is uh, coherence, convergence resonance rhythm and in our traditions of growing up in a kind of traditional Christian conservative, whatever kind of place we don't, we didn't speak those words. Mm. We kind of said, you know, get your work done. Hey, good job. You got an A on the test. Really proud of you. Great job on your, you know, sports and, uh, Hey, go to bed on time. Here's your curfew. Uh, don't drink, don't smoke. And, um,
0: and you know, if you're griping, be positive.
1: Right. Like let's not if you don't have some good, don't say it. Mm-hmm. Uh and of course, and all that's good, but some there's a missing piece here. Like there's there was sort of a movement of the third way, right? Like let's not be polarized. Let's and that's kind of where we're getting to is this it's we're all in the spectrum of everything all the time. And so in the heart math that that idea of okay, I I am a dad. I can't leave my kids. I am married. I can't leave my wife. I do have to take a kid to soccer. I do have to do all these things, but I, but it's my mind that's in there. And so as I'm doing these things, I can think about it harriedly and my heart rate variability will drop. And now it's kind of like, you're not flexible. You're, you're, you're stilted in your 60 beats a minute and you can't get out of it because you're harried or, I can be driving my kid to soccer and be thinking positively about it. And I'm enjoying the view or the trees or time with my kid in the car or whatever. And, and, and that heart rate variability will go up. Mm -hmm. And here's the cool thing. And here's what Joe Dispenza kind of said is it's more tangible than you think. It's not as quantum or relative as you think you can train it. Now, the training mechanism is not lifting up a concrete barbell and doing this, but we're back to that thing with your mind Uh, and your muscle. You can train your mind to impact your body. You can go and train your body, right? We know if you exercise uh, that that's going to lower your depression, depression and anxiety. We know that the body can train the mind back and vice versa. The mind is an influencing training aspect of the concreteness of the body. And that's where our brains kind of explode. We did a show,
0: Do You Have Negative Feelings About Your Wellness? And that came to light because you have plenty of people who come in here as patients, come into the practice, this office. And they have pretty, they are burnt. They're exasperated. They're frustrated. They've been doing all this stupid, healthy stuff. Nothing's working. Nothing's working. It
1: does not work.
0: And and there's your, you know, your place to start on how you feel about it. And to what you said, so if I'm going along, so right now I I have been struggling with plantar fasciitis. I I switched shoes. I, I think that's where it came from and gave myself. Uh, plantar fasciitis, which I'm frustrated to even admit because we did a show recently on how to run and talked about minimalist running. and uh, But I, I did some shoe switching and even started running with my kids, kind of switched my gait, And I think I gave myself plantar fasciitis. So I'm I'm dealing with that. So I have an injury. I have something that my nerves down there are telling me something's not right. It's not acute right now, but something's not right. So we're saying, okay, for the healing of that, for the betterment of that, one thing that matters is my overall feeling about life. Who is Kevin at large? Am I enjoying taking the kids to farmer's market this morning and setting it up and helping them prepare? Am I enjoying having extra family over? Am I enjoying my work? Am I at peace with my finances? So all that matters to it. So that's one, that's the big picture. I want to say small picture, then the, then the focus picture too, that, the one that's, that this one got me on with Joe Dispenza talking about the bicep is what am I thinking about that foot? Because the truth is, I'm irritated. You're, you're mad. I'm irritated. I'm you're a victim frustrated. too. Yeah. It happened to you. It happened to me. I am a victim and I'm irritated. I was doing all the right things. We got You're Kevin Miller for heaven's I sake. I am Kevin Miller, for God's sake. <laughs> and and here I have it. So what are my feelings about it? They are negative. I don't have any positive feelings about that. I'm and wh- what would the training be? Am I am I grateful it's not worse? Okay. It could be worse. We know a lot of people who cannot run at all. I'm so glad I got 50 years of running. Yeah. And I have the money to buy different shoes, a splint, all these things that I'm doing to treat it. I've gotten dry. You don't have a job that puts you on your feet all day long? Right. I can stay off my feet. I can bike, which I happen to love. How many things? Okay. And so what are my feelings about that? I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up because we talked about it this morning. So in... I had Shanti Feldhahn, mm. who you know, Feld, mm. Shanti, S-H-A-U-N-T-I, and then Feldhahn is F-E-L-D-H-A-H-N. And we talked about joy, incredible, incredible show. I'd really recommend everybody on this topic to, to go listen to that episode. But from that, she talked about venting and I posted a meme and I think there's 600 comments wow. and it was saying venting does not let steam off. It throws fuel on the fire. Volatile statement, because everybody looks at that and that goes, that is not healthy. They say that because the understanding we have in our culture is the opposite of that is stuffing. And she would say, that is horrific
1: too. Both of those. That's also throwing fuel on the fire. Yeah,
0: both of those. And this is their research, not opinion. They did surveys and studies and whatever. So this is their research. Both of those are bad. There is a, because you just said the word, there's a third way. And a third way is looking at it and finding something to be grateful for, which I just did. We just did that exercise with me. She on the show talked about doing it in the recent months. She had a breast cancer diagnosis. She's sitting in getting radiation, crappy experience getting radiation. And she's thinking, huh, I have to practice what I preach. What the heck am I? I? I'm not supposed to vent and be pissed and accuse and blame and be angry about this, but I'm not supposed to stuff it. What do I do? And she said, find something to be grateful for. What can she be grateful for? And her first response was, holy smokes, I'm so grateful that radiation exists because without it, I'm just going to die. Yeah, That's what would have happened. Is that a legitimate, that's not a well, she actually poked holes in the Pollyanna thing and said the Pollyanna real story is actually good, but in how we frame that, that wasn't just stupid positivity. She's not supposed to sit there and go, "I'm, I'm s- so glad I got cancer." Yes,
1: exactly. Right, so and that's she- what that's where people say, "Oh, you're not being realistic." You, mm-hmm. you, you've got, and we're 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 not saying don't be angry and don't no. she feel angry, but don't go and v- expound on it, invent that's their studies purposelessly. Pur- Leslie, yeah. Yeah. It, Vented it out. Throw it's not vitriol good. On,
0: on that. She's right. saying that's just going to increase it. Over here, don't stuff it. And that's me. Right. I'm a I'm a stuffer. That's right. what I would do. Stuff it. And, and I've proven right. to myself that doesn't work either. But it's come over here, admit it. Man, I'm I'm disappointed I have cancer. I would rather not have cancer. I do. Can't control it. Can't, uh, I'm not God. But I'm so glad I, there's chemo radiation. I'm so surgery. glad there's, there's, there's a fighting chance here of yeah. doing something. She could say, I mean, she and she went further. She could say, I'm glad I'm self-employed. I can take time off, which she did. And she talked about that. So many things to be grateful. And she's just looking at the science, just like Joe Dispenza. She's just saying, okay, if I hook myself up, chemical uh, electrodes, and just check out what's going on. Mm -hmm. If I vent,
1: killing everything. So we could ask her, she answered the question, Shanti, what is your right now relationship with cancer? Right. And she would have said, oh, well. Let me just say, yeah, I hate the thing. I'm disappointed. I'm so, so broken Frushed. about this yeah. and my kids and my whatever. Maybe but even
0: ashamed somewhat. Yeah, I would, yeah, be, I would like, be ashamed. Uh, you,
1: yeah. Yeah. I we've talked about what if Randy James gets cancer and uh-huh. you know, I would wrestle with some of those feelings, and that would be my relationship, but I don't stuff and don't vent. Constructively, now we're back in the mind. God has given us this. Gift of freedom. Your your the power of choosing how to think,
0: which we can prepare for now. We can right exercise now. that. If you're, that's,
1: in fact, we should be doing that and not waiting for the cancer. Ex- that's or exactly the foot problem. exactly that's, where I was yeah. going.
0: If I just assumed this sounds so pessimistic, <laughs> but if I it would be arrogant for me not to think that in the next week of me driving on American roads, the possibility is not there for me to be in a horrific car accident that I can't control. Uh, that, that's right. That is absolutely that be it, is possible. That yeah. could cripple me. That could kill me. What can I do right now? I shouldn't be in fear of that right now. My first thought, Randy, was I'm glad I got life insurance. My my family would not be destitute. I'm, I'm I, that's right. I, I'm grateful for. That. I'm grateful for the love, and I don't have a lot of regrets with my family. I mean, I could start. You and I could that. also
1: say we're self-employed. Yeah, we could take. We've got disability insurance. There's. Well, you mentioned
0: Hal, Hal Elrod. So I've, yeah. I've had Hal, El, Hal Elrod on a show before. He wrote the Miracle Morning book that sells one of the best-selling self-published books uh, of all time, I think, uh, that now is traditionally published. But he has a story in there where he was in a car accident. Somebody, I think it might have even been a drunk driver. Somebody came over the lane, hit him, broke his back. He wakes up. He's in the hospital. Doctor says, you're never going to walk again. And the, the long story short, he so quickly reacted so positively that they were concerned. Talked to his parents and said, I think he's loopy. Yeah, he was he's only 20 years psychotic old. psychotic because he's dealing with it. And his dad talked to him and he went back. And this is more in the story of the Miracle Morning. He talks about, actually, no, it was in his, his latter book, The Miracle Equation. And he talked about, he said, I have been training myself for years to have a positive outlook, outlook to look at gratitude and he actually even cited an experiment or not an experiment an exercise where he got from somebody else and said i give my when something bad happens i give myself 5 minutes 5 minutes to have a tantrum moan and gripe and have a tantrum and then I can't change the thing that happens, so why not be happy? And he talks about that. He did it so long that he finally, an event happened, and he started to. And he said, well, why even take why five, waste minutes? five minutes? Why five minutes? About 20 just, seconds, mm-hmm. whatever. So he did this leading up to, back to your thing of practicing that. So now he has a car wreck. They say, your back's broken. And he's real quickly, he's trained himself. He's created the groove, as you would say, in his brain, mm-hmm. the habit. And he goes, well, that's terrible. And he, I mean, my gosh, you know, I don't know. He may have screamed and moaned and yelled and why God me for... A minute, a day, I don't know, but pretty quickly enough to freak everybody out. It's like, okay, well, let's see. I can still type. Somebody bring me a computer and let's just keep rolling. Are you kidding me? Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths, according to the EPA which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp. So my book and this podcast are named What Drives You. And what drives us, the great things, is our own values, our known values. When we go astray, it's because we've lost sight of our values. Therapy is key for helping you clarify what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I was late to taking advantage of therapy. It was only for crisis. But now myself and most of the rock stars I have on my show get therapy regularly. For most people, the main hurdle is starting therapy. Let's see, I can still type. Somebody bring me a computer and let's just keep rolling. Are you kidding
1: me? And we look at that as. That's psychotic. That's Pollyanna. It's a story. That's that's what we see in the movies and the books and whatever. Or that's to that guy. And, and, And you and I are saying, no, let's wrestle with this in our lives right now. If this is true, if physics is physics and all of that, how do we every day be becoming Randy and Kevin that's more likely to react in a whatever, the, in a resilient. better way, Yeah, yeah. Re- resilient, capable, loving, kind, gracious way to, to whatever might come. The words that I'm saying to myself that I am more resilient than I would have been at twenty-five to thirty-five when theoretically it's like those were the days of you and I take on the world we can handle anything right. and you know let's go get another business another degree another trophy another whatever say yes to I, just everything. say yes to everything and I want to do I want to experience everything and th- that wasn't wrong or whatever but th- th- now here we are in culture we're fifty and we're seeing our culture struggle.
0: Okay, you went to the culture. I thought you were saying, I'm 50 and I'm seeing myself struggle.
1: And I'm that too. Finding these there areas. There is plantar fasciitis and my skin does look too old. But from a and, men, mental aspect, the, the the certainty and the holding
0: on and the absolutes and the whatever. And I'm finding myself, <laughs> I'm tired of holding on to those when they're not,
1: it's, there's it's, earthquakes. There's earthquakes and, and I, it's not going to and. This morning. So we also have to speak to, it's, it's, is, we, it. it's, we, we're not saying go build your house on the sand because you can't do that either. That's the extreme over here on the other side, but. Well, I have a great analogy. I was going to say it earlier, but I, I
0: so I built my house. So I, I dug <laughs> clay. I helped dig, dig the foundation. Um, I, we, I general contracted the thing. It has a great foundation. Okay. It has a great foundation. Last summer I built a tree house two pine trees coming out of the same kind of root structure, two pine trees come up and I built that. Well, if I built it a hundred percent solid, as soon as the wind comes That's along, right. those trees that, yeah, those trees sway at different, uh, you know, they're not, they're not together and it's good. So I had to look, I got on YouTube like everybody else did. How do you do this? And it showed how to create pivot points in that, essence. Yeah. yeah. That's the Japanese house. So it's solid. I mean, it's rooted in the, it's,
1: it's solid, but flexible. Yeah. Not, solid in a stodgy in an unmovable unmovable way. Un- way. Right. And, and you and I 20 years ago would have heard that and say, Oh no, there is absolute truth. And I'd still believe there is absolute truth, but I'm now coming to learn that part of the mystery of absoluteness is movability is pivot points. Yeah. It, there's a time and a place for a hot pocket. <laughs> Now there's yeah. now I, I, was always, gu-
0: I was gonna have a, a donut thing over at Farmers Market this morning with coffee. I forgot. <laughs>
1: well, we would have donut. shamed you I, I to know it. No I was okay with it, but there's also like in a marriage. I, I don't believe there's a pivot point of it's okay to have an affair. Like right. there's so
0: well, and I, gravity we, still exists. And, and we well, but even that you say that, and I don't want to go ex- extreme, but we do based on our values.
1: And well, I wouldn't look that. at somebody if they had an affair and say, well, then get unmarried. Like it's, it's all gone. Yeah. It's broken.
0: Cause somebody's going to cite people, somebody who's happy, who has a, uh, what do they call that? A open,
1: open marriage yeah, or, or, or I'm going to yeah. question. I, I'm going to say in the bigger picture, like if we look at a hundred people over the course of time and you have an open marriage, then I'm going to argue, well, it's going to, over the course of time that's not going to prove. Well, functional. right. I, I do
0: too. And, and when we look at, absolute certainty proof. And we're saying that that is so difficult to have. There is evidence based uh, testimony. I'm going to say, use the word testimony, evidence based testimony that I do want to know. And so looking at the evidence, looking at the stats, what does create the best marriage? What does create seem to create the most health. Yeah. Seems like the veggies are kind of winning. Yeah. Okay. And not smoking is winning. Right. And so uh, to every, cause everybody wants to point out anytime you bring up something like this, I'd accept I my, my grandpa lived in 99 sharps attack and he ate nails. Yeah. That's, Awesome. And somebody
1: Uh, else ate carrots, had cancer at 40.
0: Right. Okay. Always exceptions. But if we're going to look at the norms and I'm going to look, when I come into my business, I'm not going to look at how can I do this really stupid and difficultly to be success. I'm going to ask people, go, what's the quickest way to the most abundance with this business? And I'm going to go after that. That's what we generally do.
1: Right. How do you set a budget? How do you budget time, money, effort, your resources, make projections? Uh, And here we are again in a framework of fluidity and pivot points.
0: And so Dr. Joe Dispenza would say, Kevin, you want to fix that plantar fasciitis? What have you been, when was the last time you sat down, took a minute, five minutes, whatever, and thought about it healing, thought about it strengthening, thought about it being more flexible, thought about the pain going away. I don't do that. That's Mm. a tutu guru. Come on, give me a break. It's, it's got an injury. It's going to fix itself or not. I can take a pill, <laughs> get a surgery. I had somebody the other day saying, you got to get a steroid shot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, you stick a needle in that thing. Yeah. And he's saying, and what about this one? If it's
0: right. 25% of the process, what, what it, and that's what we yeah. don't know.
1: That's what we don't know. What and percent? N- n- nor can we know. We are not meant to know. We're not meant to okay. be able to know in that way. On his bicep.
0: <laughs> a study that was done, though, there was a measurable result. And he may say on that, he may look and go, gosh, from what he's seen, 20% of the healing of my foot is mental. And I'm actually right now, I'm You're not right. ignoring it. I'm giving negative. I'm, I'm it negative. Yeah. You're hampering that.
1: We also have to go into that group B. Uh, no. A? We have to go into the group that did- increased their muscle mass by thinking. By thinking. That's C. Okay, right. that, and that was C. It's not every single person increased by thirty percent. Some Those were the forty, average. some were zero. Right. So the zero guy would say, "Well, it's not working on me." Therefore, that is a lie and false.
0: And the forty percent guy would say, "Dude, that's all you have to do. You that's never all, he have to." He would pick write a, a book,
1: yeah, and say, and, here's the truth. Here's and a certainty. that's where." I that's, don't think Hal Elrod did that. I think he's he didn't come out and say this is right for everybody all the time in every situation. But he's like, "Hey, here's what worked for me: but I'm, five minute Miracle Morning, kind of a." But I am glad you said that. Because that is, as I look at the
0: huge yeah, bookshelf, book, book yeah. so many of the books we need to watch out for because it is somebody who had an experience. It could be an exception and they're going to, not we, not wrongly, but they we, should with grace. That's what we're saying is.
1: Books that are in the middle don't sell.
0: Well, even like with Hal, and it's funny because I, I pick on him and Robin Sharma a lot. Robin Sharma wrote the 5AM m. Club, Hal is the Miracle Morning. And they're both kind of get up at five. You have your hour. You, uh, Robin says you work out within 20 minutes to get your BDNF. Yeah. Uh, going, uh, your brain, you do all these, and they have these things. And I did a show not long ago and i said, you know what? That's great. The point is just to do that stuff. And if your life and, and whatever, and you don't do those things until 5 PM or you do them 5 AM after staying up all night, cause you're an artist or you're working in a factory, whatever we're now norms. Are we seeing the best results from 5 AM in their structure? Sure. But don't get stuck in their things as well. If it works for you, I don't work out till 10 or 11 o'clock most every day. That's just what works for me. It's what's it, honestly, it's because that's when it's warmer up here in the <laughs> high right. mountains. So that's when I do it and I'm self-employed so I can do that. The point is just to do that. So for us to, we so want to even look at these books and these influencers and hear their testimony and go, okay, that's the truth. That's how to do a great morning that it's a really good way. Maybe it's the best. It's not the only.
1: Right. It gets, and I, I, I have, in fact, weekly have patients and, and, um, one woman said it the other day after, and you know, she was a prospective customer client and somewhere in her in the midst of her statement, she said, you know, I'm just, I just, I'm so tired of fight. I just want you to fix me. Mm-hmm. Meaning, Good luck with that. Give me yeah. the law that I can obey, and you're going to guarantee that I feel better. And people don't want to buy a product where I say, "Well, that depends." And and so I'm very careful to say, "You have to understand, I'm not guaranteeing anything other than words and information and relationship to help you get." But you don't to even there. know
0: this. You're saying that, so we're recording this. Does everybody need nutritional supplements, doctors? And you said, well, it depends. depends." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. which that's That's not what people want to hear. They want to hear, yes, this is the milligrams and you'll be good
1: and you'll be and we'll Doggone guarantee but, younger smarter better fat. but
0: you are going to give norms you're gonna say you know your history has shown an improvement with patients as one of the ingredients is nutritional supplements and vitamin d yeah you generally are going to look in this arena so there are some sure evidence-based testimonies that we can't say are proof certain to your absolute absolute but
1: yes it, and i would even say you're doing a double i forgot what that word is but Evidence-based means testimony, right? Like, oh, it, it is evidence. It, okay. The evidence or the testimony sheds that if you generally eat more carrots than hypoxics, you're generally going to. I was be, trying
0: to say something besides like evidence-based proof, which is what it, came to mind. I can't say
1: it is the the phrase evidence-based. Now, now when now the jargon out there, if you say evidence-based, kind of what people hear is the science is settled abc right. equals whatever and that's what i call the shackle of the randomized controlled trial if the randomized controlled trial is the best way to procure evidence for the way to eat think live breathe and take this pill and how many milligrams and what to do what to do for cancer then the norms are over the course of time and we have a 4 trillion dollar system that's to shanti felton says here's what you do with cancer and there's great goodness in that and it doesn't work for everybody Mm -hmm. And that and so then if we you can't wear the shackle of evidence based when it comes to hot pockets and carrots or the way to run a business or the way to run a marriage or the way to run your mind body connection, because now everybody wants to say, and I was, you know, screaming at Einstein himself, show me the proof. And of course, he tried to. And it's a pages and pages of math that you and I can't even begin to understand. And he spent the next part of his career. The, do you know what he's after World War II? He spent the And now it's called the unified theory, like people trying to unify the theory of the four energies, gravity being one. Now it's called it's uh, space time. It used to be, you know, space was one time is one. Now we know space time is Continue, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then there's. uh I forgot what they're called the big energy and little energy or whatever that some people call dark matter or we just don't know. Right. And, and there's no unifying theory. And I don't think there ever will be. We're not meant to know. There's always going to be a mystery. Now I'm not saying that as an anti science, you know, whatever right. thing, I think God gave his brains to go and try to figure the things out. Let's do that. But at the end of the day, we're in a culture that's struggling with, yeah, but why? And we have teenagers in there, you know. What what is your mission, passion, purpose? And like, why do I need a mission, passion, purpose? I just have an itch I want to scratch, or entertainment, or whatever. And and then to to us, to most of our listeners who are in that middle aged kind of a place, to say, what do I do with my overweightness, my fatigue, my sore knees, or my sore plantar fasciitis, or my brain fog? And today we're saying, well, one of the things to be becoming more and yep. more aware of is the way you think your mind stance is a piece of the equation.
0: That's, that's what that's, I come to. Is a, I just wrote that down. I don't, this will be either in the title of this show or right at the top of the subject line or the definition of the show uh, explanation is this is a, uh, pri- it's an ingredient. I want to say a primary ingredient, but along with, as I look at my plantar fasciitis or your achy back or your uh, hypertension or your autoimmune problems that you're looking at, as you would hear us talk, as we do mostly on this show. Hopefully that'll continue to change. I think we're coming more this direction. We talk about okay, what are you eating? What are you not eating? What's going in the body? What's causing things there? Are you exercising? How are you sleeping? The recovery we tend to put more and more focus on that. I think because we're seeing the evidence-based uh, results yeah. of that. But over here, how are you thinking in general about that thing? And again, even there, what this is bringing me to, Randy, that you know his bicep research on there is. I do spend more and more time, thankfully, and I want more of being aware of my mental state overall, yes. about life, which is that's uh, overwhelming. But that's I just I'm getting the power of that hugely as an overarching ingredient, at least for me, in my life. But am I taking the specific thing captive like this problem? How am I Mm -hmm. thinking about it? Am I doing the mental exercise like I would to tear down my bicep with a dumbbell and let it rebuild during sleep and with food? What am I doing with my thought process towards this problem of plantar fasciitis? Mm -hmm. The only thing I am feeding it currently is negative thoughts, frustration, irritation, disappointment. And we
1: live in a culture... A medical worldview of, and I'm eager for my medical and dental school buddies to, to actually hear this show and think about it because they are in, in the dentistry world, when you have infection, when you have caries, when you have, a, then thank God for dent. Tooth pain is one of the most exquisite ones and I want it stopped now. Right. Like when you're in the middle of torture and that I'm going to that because you're way up high. When you get to that level of pain, you go to the dentist and you let's like Shanti, you go get your radiation. You go to the dentist and my other friend is a colorectal surgeon and you have cancer down there. You, you cut the thing out and that's, that's mostly what those guys do. And dentists from a,
0: I don't know if an overall profession or just from a medical profession have one of the highest suicide rates is what I've been led to believe dentist because it is such a general, uh, again, this is something I read, such a negative environment generally. Nobody wants to go to the dentist. Kids hate it. They're screaming. They're crying. It hurts like a son of a, I'd rather break my arm than go get, you know, a tooth. You know,
1: I don't know if that is is that not a fair that, statement? I right, think? I don't know if that's true anymore because they are so good with pain control. Okay, so maybe, good with maybe so, but 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 what I was thinking as you talked about that, I was thinking sort uh, of the negativity sh- of the office. Wait,
0: but I'm thinking shame on me for having a tooth problem and being so pissed that I have to go see the dentist. I mean, you can hear it. Yeah, and I got to go see the stupid dentist today because a stupid thing, and I'm just. Sticking a fork in my eye. Why am yeah, I doing it instead of going, man? I have got a pain in here. I'm Thank so grateful the that yeah. there's a dentist nearby. There's multiple ones I can pick from. I can afford it, or I have an insurance, or somebody'll help me, or I have a credit card, or I have whatever. And then I'm gonna be able to go get this get out of pain. Yeah. If I was in the bush in you know in, in Africa. This it might it, kill me. It,
1: it, I'm you would take like, a pair of pliers to it. I oh mean, my that's gosh. Just, <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's
0: I, not Pollyanna. That is literal no. ability that there are so many things that we can have gratitude for. We can change the mindset and get
1: positivity instead that's, of negativity. And what, what you were trying to do a summary statement and I diverge this uh-huh. back over here to the, in, in my world, in the MD world where, Everything is built on treat the pathology, the measurable pathology. Right. We're admittedly saying let's go way, way upstream before somebody has colon cancer, before somebody needs a root canal, before somebody. But how the day in and day out, Monday through Friday, how am I thinking about my teeth? Right. Like I just I brush my teeth, uh, but have I ever thought about the oral microbiome and the incredible complexity of what's going on in the mouth? And and I'm not. St- you know, <laughs> trying to get weird here. But in a sense, we are getting weird about. I'm going to endeavor now when I'm brushing my teeth for a minute, I'm going to have some gratitude for a toothbrush and gratitude that I don't have to go to the dentist today and think about my teeth and the whatever the mind tooth connection is, which I'm sure that we just don't have enough science to understand the nuance of what's going on there. Yeah. We do. Now we know about the mind heart connection. We've got measurables there. We've got mind gut connection, but that means I have to think that there's a mind tooth connection that we just don't know about yet. Yeah. In fact, why does the tooth, why is it so innervated? If, it, if it's, I mean, it's a hard surface. Why does it need all those nerves? to chew. That's, that's a question. Well, anyway, um, I just went down my, my own rabbit hole in my own mind there. Um, thank goodness. Thank God for an insurance system and a system where with acute infection and acute trauma, we've got some really awesome system to, to help. But what's going on in everybody's mind right now as they drive to work is, Ugh, I don't like my job or my car's breaking down or my kid won't behave or or whatever. And that's where the power of the mind and how you choose to think about it.
0: It it, it is. And you hit me a second ago trying to make a summary statement, but as you're (laughs) saying that, you know, one of the things that I don't want to leave out is just the aspect of expectation. And you and I have talked about that. Mm. We are guys who don't get sick often. Now I got COVID and had a hard time with it, but just the general scope of life. And again, as I see humanity, see our friends, see our family, I just realize gosh i don't tend to get sick as often as the norm or not as bad as the norm is that and i want to attribute that to because oh i eat this way i exercise this way i sleep this way and we, you and i have surmised how much of that is a reality of we just don't expect to get sick and i think Joe spin and say that's a huge ingredient that is helping your body fight off regulate whatever right and not get sick. And it reminds me, you know, Henry Ford is famous for whether you think you can or think you can't either way, you're right. I don't want that. I want there to be a reality and I want there to be an absolute right, an absolute wrong. And it just is. And he's saying, no, you kind of create that reality. I am creating, I'm helping create.
1: Yeah. You're not the only creator. Right. I'm helping influence. You have a creative influence. Okay.
0: On my, uh, in my health and wellness by how I think
2: about it. Absolutely. All right, friends, I hope this has you really thinking about how you're thinking about your health and how it's affecting it positively and negatively. Uh, My co-host again, Dr. Randy James, you can connect with him as more and more of you continue to do at truelifemedicine.com. And as always, folks, if you got value, we would love the gift of your rating or review. You can rate it in Spotify. You can rate and give us a review in Apple. You can subscribe on YouTube to watch the full episodes at kevinmiller.co and any social media where we're putting a lot of clips of the highlights of a lot of these shows. You can find me also at kevinmiller.co. And if you want to learn how to master your own inner drive, check out my book, What Drives You on Amazon. Until next time, stay driven. Yeah.